Hey everyone, and welcome to episode five of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's episode, we will hear what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount about being a person of integrity. Today we want to hear from Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 through 37. Let's go ahead and hear what it says, and then let's talk about it. Here Jesus says, Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Now, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but once again, we see Jesus compelling us to go deeper in the way we think about our words, our pledges, and our integrity. If all we do is hear this teaching and say it is wrong for Christians to take an oath, to swear a vow, then we have totally and completely missed the point. Do we really think this is what the problem is? That if all we will do is just stop taking oaths and making vows, everything will be good? Of course not. So what is the point? Integrity. Integrity is the point. We need to be people who keep our word. We need to be people who are honest and just. In the days of Christ, there had come to be an elaborate system of oaths. And if you knew the rules of these oaths or vows, you knew how to take advantage of those who did not know the rules. Because as it turned out, some people had decided it was okay to break some oaths and not okay to break other oaths. And you could see where this would go. In such an environment, the oaths had become a way to mislead and deceive people at worst, or at the very least, a way to get out of something and annul a vow that you later decided you didn't want to keep. It appears that this is what Jesus is actually criticizing here. This is what he is really concerned with. Now, we'll come back to this thought in just a moment. But first, notice all of the things Jesus mentions in Matthew 5, verses 33 through 37 that are associated with God. He says things like, I swear by heaven, where God lives. I swear by the earth, which God created. I swear by Jerusalem, the city of God, the great king, where the temple of the Lord stands. And notice what is noticeably missing from this. And that is, I swear by the Lord, as in I swear by the name of the Lord. Did you know that God had commanded his people long ago to make all of their oaths in his name? It's right there in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13, and also again in chapter 10, verse 20. Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. And the obvious warning is given in Leviticus 19, verse 12. Do not swear falsely by my name, and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. When we break a vow or oath that we've made in the name of the Lord, this is one of the ways that we can misuse the Lord's name or take it in vain. And obviously, this is a very 
serious matter. When you swear an oath in God's name, you'd better keep it because now the honor of God is at stake. And this is the whole point of the story of Joshua and the Gibeonites as recorded in Joshua chapter 9. The Gibeonites had deceived Joshua and the Israelites, but since the leaders of Israel had sworn an oath to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, they couldn't wiggle their way out of this oath. Even though they had made the oath with someone who had lied to them, they couldn't profane the name of God by breaking the oath they had made in his name. So, take a wild guess what the Israelites eventually started doing. That's right, they violated the word of God in Deuteronomy 6, 13 and chapter 10, verse 20, and that they stopped taking or making their oaths in the name of the Lord. They decided, let's just dial it back a bit so that it sounds like we're serious. Let's leave ourselves some room to back out of it if we need to without profaning God's name. So let's swear by heaven. Let's swear by the earth. Let's swear by the altar and so on. But let's not make an oath in God's name. Now, a moment ago, I said that we would come back to this matter of a code of oaths, if you will, that you had to keep versus the oaths that you could break if you wanted to. So let's address, let's address this as we close. Near the end of his life, when it was crystal clear that the Pharisees were just not going to come around and listen to Jesus, our Lord blasted them with some stinging criticism for their superficial faith that refused to go deeper in the ways he challenged us to do in the Sermon on the Mount. And one of the things he strongly criticized was their abusive use of oaths. Listen to what he said in Matthew 23, verses 16 through 22. Woe to you blind guides. You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath. You blind fools. Which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? You also say, if someone swears by the altar, it means nothing. But anyone who swears by the gift on the altar is bound by that oath. You blind men, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? Therefore, anyone who swears by the altar swears by it and everything on it. And anyone who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And anyone who swears by heaven swears by God's throne and by the one who sits on it. Now, first of all, this gives us a sense of the kind of abuse that was going on in the oaths. But I want us to see that Jesus is actually saying, look, if you say any of these things that have to do with God, you're making an oath that is God and his name. And so the the loophole that they were trying to say that they had, Jesus says it simply doesn't exist. But the point in Coming to this passage is simply for us to recognize that this is most likely what Jesus is actually talking about in the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus is saying, enough of this. No more lame oaths. Just say yes or no, and then do what you say you're going to do. 
Jesus is leveling the playing field. Instead of saying, I didn't promise, or I had my fingers crossed behind my back and all the silly things that we said when we were children, and instead of saying, well, I know we shook hands on this, but we didn't sign a legal document, so I really don't have to keep that agreement, and there's nothing you can do about it. And all of the silly kinds of agreement-breaking games we play as adults in America. Jesus cuts through all of this and tells us to simply say yes or no and make it stick. Make good on your word. Be a person of integrity. Psalm 15 begins by asking this question, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? And among the things that are given as the answer is this, the person who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind. In short, a person who listens to Jesus and whose yes is yes and their no is no. Anything else, anything that aims to mislead and deceive is from the evil one. Thank you.